Boys, are you there? Boys. I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Ah, there you guys are. I'm here. Been a while. You guys are all good? I haven't heard from you in, what, two months? I think we saw you a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I, yeah <laughs> we, I was going to say, I was trying to think. It wasn't that oh, long yeah. ago that we saw each other in person. Well, it's nice to hear your beautiful voices. <laughs> Not with a golf cart revving yeah, in our ears. You're just that bitter because we kicked your ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come by, I'll give uh, you some we lessons, were, man. We were keeping score. I mean, no. I was. I was there for the good times. Yeah, I thought I was there for the good times. I was there purely to get a good score <laughs> uh, and feel really good about myself and kick your guys' ass. Oh, well, you accomplished uh, your goals, guy. Yeah, but we're here. It's been like, I don't even know, man, four months probably. Yeah, yeah it's been, been a long, long time. <sighs> yeah. Tried to do an episode life a week is... ago, technical difficulties on Jason's yeah. end, and then, uh, yeah. It so, seems like life's kicking all of our asses. It's been busy, man. Yeah, that's what I mean. Been busy. But it feels good, though. I was pretty pumped to do this because it has been a while. Yes, it has been. Reignited the flame, you know? You just missed me too much. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. I'm staying the man, by the way. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm Evil J. And I'm Shoddy. Let's break it down, I guess. Let's do it. Yeah. Anybody uh, know what that was? Is it terror? Yes. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, is that the corpse grinder? <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> Shotty, write it down. Two points for the next trivia show. Two two <laughs> points, Stan. <laughs> not nice. that hard Got to it. guess, though. I'm not giving you that many props. Yeah, no. <laughs> Half a point each. Yeah, one point, Stan. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> uh, you, well, Stan, you're not, you're not listening to anything new yet still, right? So. No, but I'll check, I'll check this out. Yeah. No, I have been, but like, yeah, no. If you bring it to me and it's good, I'll check it out. Yeah. Oh, okay. you're, not, you're not seeking it out. Mm-mm. Right, right. Mm-mm. All right, well, before we talk about it, I guess let's break it. Break down the episode first. Uh, yeah, we're just going to catch up. <laughs> no, <laughs> Such got some, a uh, good explanation, dude, <laughs> for the episode. No, it's more of a discussion episode. We just got a lot of stuff to go over. Yeah. New we music. Got some topics um, from we you got guys. Some topics from our patrons. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's about it, really. Nothing. Yeah, really. Find out. No, Jason find brought out. some clips. Yeah, but yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, that's the new Terror one. It's uh, it's the new album, Pain Into Power. It came out like a couple weeks back, or whatever. But that track was Can't Help But Hate with uh, Corpse Grinder from Cannibal on guest vocals. And dude, that's just a ripper of an album, man. It's like 18 minutes long, I think. So nice. fuck off if you haven't listened to it. Just go put it on. Like Holy take a break and shit. put it on. <laughs> it's 
produced by Todd Jones from Nails, which is probably why it's so short. And I know he did a bunch of writing and shit. Just feels like... Uh, so I didn't know he was in the band. In the past, you mean? or Yeah, back in the day. Yeah. On, God, I forget what album it was. I think it was just for one album and maybe a little bit longer yeah. live-wise. But yeah. So they got him to, to produce it. And I know he did a bunch of work with it, like arranging and some songwriting and... You can tell, dude, it feels just like a reinvigorated terror. Like, not that they needed that because the last have been good too, but it's fun, man. It's good. Last couple have been, honestly, they don't put out out a bad record. No, fuck no. But this one's like, it's just like a little different, you know? (coughs) Mm -hmm. Definitely check it out. Did you pick up on Corpse Grinder Shot? Uh, vaguely, I, w- I mean, I was just confused as to who it was, honestly. Mm-hmm. I haven't listened to any of the new terror or heard any of the new terror, so I was uh, just a little confused. Were you, I, I don't even like, remember, like, would you, have you listened to a lot of terror or not really? A little bit here and there. Um, I'm honestly forgetting the last album of theirs that I listened to. Yeah. I know it wasn't the last one that came out, but the one before that. Yeah, I like the 25th hour. I never really got into total retaliation. Mm. Okay, so yeah. Good. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was really yeah. good, actually. But this I didn't really get cool. a lot of like a chance. Right. This one's raw, more raw. Are they yeah, a nice. yearly release band? I feel like they just they put out a bunch of music. They've got a lot. They've got a lot of albums, but so, not a yearly, so no. I, Okay, so maybe it's every other year. I just consistently like, every other year or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just, you know, with it not being the, the go-to genre anymore, it's just, I don't want to say a lot because that's awesome, when, you know, that they do release that much music, but I guess it's just easy for me to overlook one of, you oh, know, yeah. one yeah. of the years. I, so. I don't know them all, like, by the back of my handwriting. I'm usually, like, going to listen to the older shit, you know, one with the underdogs or a couple of the ones when they were, you know, uh, God, I forget the names now, but. What's that one they came back with? Keepers of the Faith. Yeah, like Keepers of the Faith is a fun one. But but yeah, dude, I don't this one though. Dude, that's 20 fucking 20 years in and they're putting out this shit like just fucking nuts. <laughs> but uh, all right. What uh, what do you guys want to start with? It's the fucking, it's the, the bummer news probably first, right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. It's been a week now. I know we were going to talk about it last week. I think last week we were talking about it like a day after it happened, but because it was yeah. today's Thursday and, it hap- and last Wednesday was when we had the shitty news. Yeah, and it probably already has been covered up the ass by a bunch of other outlets, but this one kind of hits closer to home for us because it was our hometown band. Arguably, probably for me, the reason why, you know, we kind of got into metal. Like, I remember a music video very, you know, vividly from back in the day. Oh, yeah. I would say, yeah. Yeah, that sparked all this, you know, thirst for the music. Funeral thirst. Um, I would say they're just up there with Children of Bodom, like... Wait, it was the same. Yeah, yep. Yeah. It was. Yeah. I was thinking that same thing. I was like, if, if you if you want to name two bands that like really pushed us forward into that like cornerstone bands, it's got to be those two. I I mean, I still remember seeing that show with both of those bands. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh I mean, yeah, it, yeah. And, and, and we are talking none other than you know Trevor from the Black Dahlia Murder. Yeah. Who just passed away? Shocking. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably like, the one that hit me the hardest out of any musician. Like. You know, like I agree. Of all the ones we I, have lost, like honestly, that one was like. I mean, yeah. I mean, Alexi really got to me. Yeah. But it's also like you kind of knew it was coming. You know. Yeah. Wasn't. Yep. This is just like out of left field. Like you just get this news and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. I was actually working like with a client. I like literally out loud said like, are you fucking kidding me? Like it was <laughs> such a. You know what I mean? It was like it was such a like reaction to it. I like could not believe it. Like. And then plus the way, it, you know, with suicide was just mm-hmm. like such a bummer. Like I just couldn't stop thinking about it. It was just so fucked up. But Yep. I mean, I honestly, I mean, one of the 
So ever since I heard that, I haven't been listening to anybody other than Black Dahlia Murder since. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I put a big chunk of them on the next day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just wild. Like you know, it's like I know we've ta we've talked about it so many times before. Like growing up with the band, having to be such a huge part of us, you know, and still following the band. Like all these years later, it's like you know they're a good gateway yep. band and they're a band that got us into other stuff. But like we've you know we listen to them consistently. You know, still to this day. You know, check out every new release they put out. I, granted, I didn't like listen to the last one too much, but you know, I will. You're an idiot, yeah, but. I will. You know, <laughs> yeah, I know. I get it. I get it. I mean, but yeah, and I know like so many other people. Like, I've been reading. You know, when people, you know, put up stories about them and stuff like that. And it's like it's it's just wild to see like how many people that like even if they didn't like the band, it's like you Absolutely. know Trevor and you respect him because yep. he's spreading the gospel of like underground death metal like every time you know he talks like whether it's on twitter or some column or youtube playlist like so many bands like i've found just from the shit he's promoting you know well i mean that's kind of the reason why this is so fucked up is because he was always such a you know a voice of positivity and happiness he never seemed like he was ever pissed or, or or you know sad or anything every time he was always in the media he was always laughing and, and doing you know his shit so yeah i know yeah, i personally never i don't think i've ever met the guy um yeah that's maybe what i was gonna ask to him, but like ha have everyone... any of you guys ever met him before i mean we tried to get them on the podcast for years ever since we started i mean i don't i think that they're just a little bit I, w I would have to say one day along yeah. the way, I probably said hi to him, but I don't think I ever met him, you know, actually sat down and talked to him. But every like story I've seen, like the nicest guy in the world and like yeah. nothing negative about the guy whatsoever. Yeah. So I, I ran into him at the Cannibal Corpse show that we went to Okay. and he was standing over by the merch table. And I honestly had no idea. We were just standing next to him. And then I turned in and I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> and then I didn't really say anything. And then I, you know, like, I don't know. Cause like. It's just weird. Like, he's obviously there for the Cannibal Corpse show. So, like, I don't know. And he was waiting in line to literally buy merch. Mm -hmm. But after he had bought in merch, I was like, oh, hi, Trevor. I just wanted to say, you know, I love the band, yada, yada, yada. And he was just like, oh, thanks so much, man. And then brought it in, you know, like, hand smack. And then, you know, the whole, like, he's like, I just really appreciate it. You, you, you know, you here for the show? It was literally like a maybe 45 second, 60 second conversation. But, it but he just still went out of like, his way to talk it, to you. Exactly. And, you it know. wasn't like it was, oh, thanks, dude. <laughs> like, no, it was like straight up like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then it was, yeah, have a good night. Like, I didn't bombard him. It wasn't like, can you take a picture? Can you sign my dick? Like, it was just yeah. a conversation real quickly. He was a good, genuine human being about it. And then that was it. Like, yeah. Dude. So, yeah, it's just, it's a loss for the world on top of the metal community that was like so. the same that was like the same kind of thing for me it was like at the one show stan were you at the one uh, that we went to with temple of void or uh, i think that might be um, it was just me and someone else i don't think so it was way out in like um ann arbor i think or something like that but okay you know yeah i think i went with uh, a couple other guys or met up with some people like that i you know but yeah, that was like the same kind of thing. Like, dude, he was, it was such a small venue. That was the last time, yeah, last time I saw him. Yeah. And it was a super small venue and it was just felt like a hometown, coming back hometown party show where like, you know, I think I posted a video on Instagram just like, cause him and, uh, wait, what's his name? Not Ryan. What's the other guitarist? Brian. Brian. Yeah. Brian. Uh, him and Brian just like goofing off like the whole time. It was just like such a fun, 
show. And like <laughs> before it, like he was just hanging out, talking to literally everybody. Cause I mean, you know, it's Michigan. Everybody knows them. Everybody knows him. And he was just, you know, taking the time to talk to everybody. It was like, I had just, I, I barely said anything. Cause I always just, some like, I don't want to bother people. You yeah. know, it was just kind of yep. like, what a badass lineup. Him just giving props to Temple of Void since they were another hometown band. Like, like him just, you know, again, just like mm-hmm. promoting another band, like instead of whatever else, you know, but, but that, you know, that's just, it's just how he fucking is just so cool. Like even on Twitter, man, like him on Twitter, like most people that status are not just interacting with like anybody, but like him on there always, you know, just like interacting with any fans. I remember there was a show in Detroit that I wanted to go to. He, he had tweeted about it and I, and it was like a, almost like a secret show. Like it was that one that I went to where fucking uh, Inquisition, which before all the shit came out about, you know, Mm-hmm. the bullshit and uada and stuff and i remember i tweeted like you know dude like what are the details here where is this you know all that like took the time out to send the links of like you know when it were you know like where you can get the tickets and i, I forget what all he said but it was just like you know just cool you know and then just seeing him at the, all those kind of shows like the small shows you know when he still lived here i know he moved up to new york a year or two ago but mm-hmm. you know how many that, times i've I seen just, him at a show man it's just it's cool yep I'll so. just never forget the fucking the heartburn across the stomach. Yeah. And at the beginning of every song, the double fist bang, but like <laughs> doing it weird. Like yeah. it was always, it was just the way that Trevor did it. Like nobody else did it that way. Like you, everybody else would just do it in a different motion, but he, the, the, the elbows were flared out and the fists would come in. And it was kind of always behind the beat a little bit, but just it frantic. always just worked. Yeah, it was it's, just, yeah. It, it was, was definitely his signature thing. Yeah, like, yep. Yes, it was. It's funny. Yes, I was literally was. thinking about that. Yeah. And it, no, world of like metal where there's not that much stuff you can do like it's cool that he had like something you know <laughs> a signature move oh yeah dude yeah it was weird but, I mean, too we, you know like we were talking about how we were just golfing the other week and uh another one of our friends justin like who i was riding with who doesn't really listen to metal anymore but grew up with you know black dahlia and stuff and we were just talking about him like he was just like yeah because yeah dude they're still you know so badass and i was talking about going to a show and he was joking like oh thanks for the invite you know but it was mm-hmm. just so weird. Like that was like a week before we were just reminiscing about Black Dahlia and how badass they were. And then it's like that happened, you know, because I know he texted yeah, us too after it, that happened. An, yeah, he texted us. Um, Our buddy Ross, he texted me. He's like, you hear about Trevor? Like yeah. you, I, there's so many like our, 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 our local scene group that were talking. I had a big conversation about it. And like it was just it impacted so many people. And I think, yeah, like you said, us more because, you know, we're Detroit. We're we're USA and they're like the carrying that flag of like the US mellow death like yeah yeah it's a loss for sure such a loss it's like such a void you know in in terms of so many things but it's just like the way that he promoted bands like I mean mm-hmm. I remember like you know just Gatekeeper for example like I found that on his list you know so many mm-hmm. bands have gotten discovered from him like who is the person that's gonna do that for those bands now you know of that yeah. status where people are gonna like check out exactly what he said you know like that's yeah, such a he bummer. just he just truly loved the music, dude. That's, or like him doing. Uh, I remember hearing him. He, you know, how many bands and songs has he done guest vocals on? Oh and yeah, he yeah. didn't charge. From what I know, he didn't charge. He would only do them for bands that he was like friends of or liked. And didn't, that's what I didn't heard too. Charge, yep. dude. Yeah, he could have charged so much for that. He could have made a killing just doing those guest vocals. Mm-hmm. So yeah, all no, the respect, just, you know. Mm-hmm. He will be missed. I mean, I mean, real quickly, any any songs that stick out. Yeah, I know you said, like, let's try and think up some of the favorites. It's hard. It's so hard. 
Well, I mean, I just, there's one song that sticks out particularly from just all the shows that we've been to. Because, I mean, fuck, how many times have we seen Black Dahlia Murder? Seven, eight, Gotta maybe be the more one than seen that? the most, for sure. Yeah, oh, of course, it was the, it was the band that we've seen the most. I, I'm charming off of my asthma. <laughs> yeah. Just for some odd reason, that's, I feel like all of the concerts started with that song. I remember, you know, the, them just coming on stage. Oh, oh, we never talked about this either. Well, I mean, we have talked about it in past podcasts when we've talked about live performances but fuck the band who sounded better than the recording oh, it was yeah. always black dahlia murder always oh yeah regardless of where they were on the tour i mean sometimes they'd start in detroit sometimes they'd finish sometimes would be in the middle always sounded better than they did on the cd trevor's voice always sounded fucking amazing oh, yeah. the band was always Dude, tight it but... wasn't just the sound though it was the energy right well, yeah, exactly I, I, I attribute that to all to trevor you yeah know? yep Sure. I mean, well, they, that's ex- that's exactly what I was going to say with the I'm charming thing because the song would start, Trevor would be up there doing the fist pounding, <laughs> and then the fucking circle pit would start, and you could just feel the wind off of your face. It was kind of the only time during the entire show that you felt a breeze, and that was because of the fucking humans just going in a circle. <laughs> so it was just, yeah, you're right. It was the energy that he just exuded. The shirt only stayed on one song, <laughs> max. <laughs> ma- ma- I guess maybe even like half of a yeah. song, max, and then. <laughs> that fucker was off, the heartburn was out, and the fists were in the air. And it was just always a good fucking time. Never once, ever, did I see anything other than like 150% out of those motherfuckers. Oh, so yeah. I know. I just do. That's bring me back to like the, all of the, the times like the Black Christmas Festival or, like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like the... Yep. For anyone yep. who doesn't know, it was like a Detroit fest every like it was like during the Christmas winter break, like literally a couple of days after Christmas when nothing's going on. But there would be a fucking like fest with like a bunch of stages in Detroit with a bunch of usually mostly local Between bands. three different venues. Yeah. <laughs> you had to walk in down and the street to another be playing one. It. Like I said, a couple of days right after Christmas. So like, you know, yep. nothing going on. But that was so fucking sick. And it's always like a small venue. So you got to see yep. them like, you know, like how it should be. Well, yeah, dude. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I I was trying to make a list. I've got literally like ten of them, man. It's fucking. Oh yeah, I, mean, I, I, really, I didn't I even mean, try. I was like, it's a stupid question, you know. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, I really just wanted one or two songs from like a concert that no, you I remembered know. or something like that. I mean, yeah, like it's more I mean, of like you can't you you can't just pick like a good moment or a good song or like it's what it's just really one of those people that really I don't even think it. I know I put them like on my list of like favorite vocalists, and I would still have them there just oh, for the same y- reasons, you yep. know. Maybe not so much the actual vocals, like just everything else that he brings to the table. No, like music. That's the thing. You know. was vocally, he was under. I feel like underrated, and I'm not saying that now just because you know he passed mm-hmm. away. But the range that he had, even early on, like throughout the you know the miasma nocturnal days, like mm-hmm. I mean, I argue maybe mm-hmm. he's mellowed a little or he mellowed a little bit towards the end. But I mean. I mean, it still know, it would have always know. been a band that I would have taken to the desert island with me. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody's oh, like, yeah. "Oh, you got to take 10, 10 discographies." Black Dahlia was always coming, so I listened to just almost sucks. the whole discography like today, and I actually was like blown away, like going from like Unhallowed, and then when you get once you get to Nocturnal, like the the change because I skipped my asthma because mm-hmm. I had listened to that like a different day. And yeah, like the stupid, cha- the progression, like just the sh- he gets so much sharper, like oh, pronunciation. Yeah, yeah. You're like, and I thought the same thing. I was like, shit, man. Like the vocal quality of this guy, it's like it is kind of underrated. Like you kind of could put him up on a level with someone like a corpse grinder or something like that, where you can hear like everything, and he and he just like 
he just got so much better. He got so good at it, you know? And I feel like, I know you said he mellowed a little bit and maybe I don't, like I said, I don't know on the last album cause I listened to it like a couple of times, but I listened to Nightbringers today and I was like so in love with it again. Like, and like he well, really amped the, up the, like speed on that one. Like it was like the what? fastest I ever heard him on a couple of those songs. And I was like, fuck man, just so good. Yeah. I guess I was, I meant to say like the, the, I don't know. I mean, Vermin has still had it. I don't know what I was talking about. I'm not maybe saying it's you're just wrong. I mean, I guess just when I when I contrast, you know, miasma to later on, I feel like they were going full force on miasma. The mm-hmm. speed was, you know, and it's just a little bit slower, I guess. Mm-hmm. So that that is it, and that's probably just the young raw energy that they had. Right. So, but yeah, man. I mean, I mean, I I'm gonna speak for the rest of the the castmates here. I mean, we love all of our listeners. If anybody is struggling with anything, we have the Discord. I mean, reach out somehow. You know what I'm saying? Talk to somebody. Oh, we yeah. love you. So. Oh, yeah. For yeah. sure. For sure. That's reach the thing. Reach out like, to anybody. Oh. Just reach out to somebody. So. I know. Dude, that's like the worst part about it. Like, and, mm-hmm. and it's like, God, it's so crazy because you would think uh, he's got so not, many people yeah. you could, you know, but it's just yep. who knows? You know, you can't, you're not in his shoes, but. but yeah. But yeah, like it's ex- exactly. Yep. Like hit us up, message us or whoever, you, you know, whoever, anyone, you know, but man, yeah, for sure. For sure. And hit us up on any socials and uh, however you need to contact somebody to get a talk. We, we're always there for you guys. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. Rest in peace. I mean, he's yeah, definitely gonna leave power, a, a legend. Leave, yep. leave a huge impact for a long time. Yep. So. All right, moving on uh, to fuck, something a little bit eyes. more happy now. <laughs> yeah, we got to bring it up. For yeah, sure. we got to bring it up a little Dude, bit. We, I mean, boys. this is what he did. You know, this is like, you know, pr- we got to promote some stuff. So. Yeah, yeah let's try what to make you, it a point to maybe do some more underground shit. You know what I'm saying? Keep that torch of his going. You should, without, dude. In some way, everyone should. should. Do, let's do something. You know what I'm saying? Like the, uh, that's the one issue that I've actually been having with metal lately. It's always the same motherfuckers getting the same publicity. And yeah, I love it, but like... The last Masuga album, it was good, whatever, but, like, did they need to be covered? It's just, we need to just fucking move on. Like, I don't want, I don't give a fuck about Metallica. I don't give a fuck about Ozzy Osbourne. I don't give a fuck about any of these old, decrepit pieces of shit. James Hetfield crying on stage talking about, I'm old and get fuck off, dude. Take your paycheck and get the fuck out of here. Like, I don't want to see you anymore. I don't know what that's so, about, but. <laughs> yo, funny. you didn't hear about that? No, no. There was some, I don't know, I briefly read there was something, his feelings got hurt because people were making fun of him for being old or some shit on stage or him not thinking that he could do it anymore because of how old he was. Like, fuck off, dude. You're just playing a goddamn guitar. Like, shut the fuck up and play your shit and get off the stage. Like, I don't know. It's just, again, another story about a decrepit band that we should not give hey, a shit about anymore. come on, it's Metallica. <laughs> Dude, it's Metallica, but how much, how long is that going to go on for? How long is it going to be? It's Metallica. Talk I'm not, about somebody else. I'm not else. backing the sentiment, but I'm backing the focus on the underground. Yeah. Okay. Yep. There you go. There <laughs> but, you go. <laughs> but, you know, you, you, you got your feelings and that's that's good, you know, express them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen, brother. <laughs> well, I, I can say, I think... Trevor did influence everyone in some way to do that. Going forward, we all will carry that torch in some way. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean... Well, Jason, I, promote... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been, like I said, literally, I think, like, three months or something. I don't know. I've, I, I've got such a fucking list going. I feel like it's really gotten strong the last uh, two months, especially. We're in May now. The last two months, it's been, like, you know, in our Patreon Facebook group, we always do, like, top album of the month, and it's been getting hard for me to, like, pick one. 
And I mean, I haven't even been digging that deep. Like I'm trying to check shit out. I'm checking out new stuff, decent amount, but I'm not digging hard deep and still I've got a lot. But so I don't know, I guess um, I tried to just like, since we don't have the, all the night to do it, I just picked the three that like have been standing out the most. And this first one has gotten a fuckload of play. So let's uh, let's go with clip one. What's that beautiful voice? <laughs> what did you guys think of that first? I, I loved it. I seriously loved it. At first, I, I didn't know what to think until the vocals came in, and then I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah those are disgusting. <laughs> yeah, very unique. Shoddy, I sent you this weeks ago and and said, dude, fucking the carcass vibes on this. Like, I feel like you would you would be into uh, it. Oh, yeah. I downloaded it and never listened to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to, man. You've got to. I, the clip was, I don't know. I, it was so hard to make a clip because they're all like seven minute songs and shit. But I was trying to like highlight the leads, get some vocals, get some of the riffs, like, you know, just get a little bit of it all. But that's the band Pharmacist. And uh, they've been around a little while since 2020, not, a little, you know, not too long. 2020, I think, is when they started. This is, uh, they've had a million releases like small releases and shit. But this one was called Flourishing Extremities on Unspoiled Mental Grounds. And uh, yeah, I mean, they're like, a, they're a carcass worship band, you know, for the most part. But it, they like, you know, they, they do it so good and they have their own like flavor and it's not like they're just copying riffs. They're just like really worshiping the sound of it. I mean, you can hear, I mean, those riffs, you know, that's just straight from car- from carcass. But it's what like I want it's like what I want from Carcass like I mean I'm no I'm not trying to disrespect Carcass because they're legendary just the last album didn't fully do it for me whereas this one it sits older like more like necroticism you know that era um just a little bit more raw but still with a lot of melody like the big solos and there's shit a shit ton of melody all over this thing so it's still in that vein like it's not like I don't they take some of the stuff from like the old older Carcass but I don't know, man. It just sucks you in. And it's like kind of bright sounding like like Heartwork kind of is, but like I don't know, dude. And oh, and um Andrew Lee from Rip to Shreds, he does all mm. the uh solos on this. And I think all the solos on their last release too. Maybe the that, EP that makes sense now that you say it. Yeah. yeah. Like 
you could listen to it just for the solos and be amazed. I mean, they're they're awesome. They're, and they're on almost like every track. There'll be some crazy fucking solo. So if you like just like guitar riffs and solos and shit, like it's going to be good. Yeah, this is definitely one of those ones I heard of. I think I checked out a couple songs, but oh, it wasn't you? the right time. Yeah, it wasn't the right time, and I was doing something else and never went back to it. But yeah, I would be surprised if both you guys like didn't like it. You know what I mean? Like, and I would think oh, yeah, Shoddy absolutely. at least would be like, "Fuck yeah!" Once he listens to the whole thing, I think. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me know if you guys do check it out. I, I put it know. to the top of the list. Yeah, good. How about you guys? Oh man. So I do. I actually do have a new band. Hmm. I didn't really actively seek it out. I read about it in Decibel. But okay. It's, yeah. So stand with his fucking book learning. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just listen to it. Pencils ready? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that is mine. Is I am the night. Huh. Is the band? There are. It's dudes from uh, Omnium Gatherum, mm. and the one dude that's an Insomnium, like Finnish dudes, huh. um, like supergroup kind of. While the gods are sleeping. Yes. Okay. What track was that? Ah, uh, the it's their single. I don't know. Oh, okay. What the fuck, it was called. Ode to uh, the night. No, no, that's not it. No, hear me, oh maker. Oh, that's from, oh, maybe that's not a single. That's from well, last know. year. That's from oh, but it's still on this album. Okay, yeah, that was the single in 2021. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you're good. But yeah, it's like super groupish and yeah. Oh, someone really from Paradise fucking, Lost too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Walt Terry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah, so just a this. bunch of like veteran musicians and they put out this like awesome a lot. It's, it's definitely more on the black side, but a lot of melody, obviously. Very black, really. Um, it is. 
But it's got those moments that are melodic, and it, it, it piggies back us off that last episode we did, and, you know, I've been, like, <laughs> yeah. in that That's still, what I was that just going to say, so, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it felt like really? that. Like, what is it? I mean, it's... Because it, ha- it kind of reminded me a little bit of, like, the dissection type stuff. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you had the symphonic stuff. You could say, like, Emperor or whatever, I don't, you know, but... <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, definitely just sick. if you like any of that old, like, on the more melodic side of black metal, yeah. Mm. Check it out. Just good musicians doing good stuff. It sounded beautiful, dude. Should have known you were going to bring something finished. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good. It's like one of those ones I can't not check out. You hear that. And- no, I, I agree. Dude. I don't know. You're getting weak. Falling apart. Right. Checking out new shit already. It's only May. Yeah, that's all I got. Nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad at it. Shoddy, what about you, man? All right. So uh, I went down a rabbit hole. I, I listened to the new Night Rage album, Abyss Rising. There was a new <laughs> Night Rage? Yeah, I don't, it came out, I don't know, not that long ago. I, don't, I can check in a second. I remember hearing about it, yeah. Abyss Rising, So it's okay, like meh? Yeah. Wish listing. Yeah, yeah, so it's not bad. It's not bad at all. Uh, it came out in February, so I've been sitting on it for a little bit now. But after it got done, my phone does this stupid thing where it just starts playing other music. Mm. I mean, I guess I have it do that, so it just doesn't <laughs> stop or replay the album. It just keeps going. Right. And it'll play music that's similar so the next song that it, you know that came on was another Night Rage song, which is a little weird. Normally, it just picks some random song from that genre, but it threw on a song from I think a New Disease is Born, and then okay. I it was really really good. So I listened to that whole album, and then I was like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna start from the beginning and then just go all the way to the end." So, I mean, I've always kind of been a fan. I mean, I really loved the Verminous when it came out. Back in 2017, Wolf to Man, which came out a couple of years ago, was okay, but I never er- listened to that one. Dude, the early shit is beautiful. It's it's oh. fucking it's amazing. So, well, we so, covered yeah. the first two with Thomas episode, I believe. Y- yes, but I was gonna say those are the only ones I know with Limburg on them. Yeah, but yeah, got- even the ones without Limburg are are just. I mean, there's it's still good shit. So yeah, I they're was just actually, really enjoying it. I I feel like we're on like maybe a similar path right now. Um, they're actually on my list. Like next, I'm gonna probably do is Night Rage. They were like on the list I'm, of my disc. I've been just full discographies. That's all I've been doing. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm take the I'm gonna take the plunge on that one. I mean, yeah. I mean, I've, during the summer, I kind of slowed down with the new releases. I mean, traditionally, I guess I should say I've slowed down with new releases. So I mean, the next fucking band I'm gonna bring up is also another discography rabbit hole that I went down. So. <laughs> I feel like I can guess it. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll save it. Okay, though. all right. Um, <laughs> hey, if you were gonna play a track from the new one, though, or would you not? Would you just play something old? Uh, gotta give some people <laughs> something to hear. Uh, or you'll tell me later. Uh, no, I, I guess I can tell you now. Like, I um, "Dance of uh, Severus" is a good song. I took the, the fourth one? track in. Yeah, off the new album. Okay.
get another one in yeah okay no it seems like i'm fucking carrying it with the new tracks here so it's the only clips i see left but uh yep 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 i tried to mix it up so i went death this one's gonna be a little more black and we'll bring it back home so we can go with two ending <laughs> yeah probably should fade that one out a little bit more <laughs> yeah <laughs> bad clip yeah. but <laughs> i mean <laughs> nice song though yeah. it is it's a little uh, lighter towards the end on the on the black end i of like scale, that though but like yeah, the yeah, guitar. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. why see why do i have to listen to new music I, I stan bringing me albums you bringing yeah. me albums true. i don't gotta find anything That's who true. was that gem that was uh the band vital spirit and it's their debut album, Still as the Night, Cold as the Wind. I found these guys originally, like, I think this was like, maybe it was like a couple years ago, they had put out an EP. And I, so I went down this rabbit hole, I don't know when it was, and I started looking for like Western slash Americana, like black metal. Cause I had come across something. I don't, it might have been Wayfair, like one of their earlier ones, but it might have, I think like it was something else that was like doing this weird kind of like spaghetti Western shit, like Western, you know, movies stuff with black metal. And I was just like way into it. Like I really fucking loved that sound. And then I got more into that, into Wayfair. This was like when they had, not the last album, it was the one before that. 
before um, a romance with violence or whatever. And then I found these guys. They had like a little uh, five, five track EP or something, and that was really good. And then you know I found some other bands like it, and I just that sound has been growing on me ever since then. So after loving that last Wayfair album so much, I feel like that's the best comparison. So if anyone's heard that, it's got like the Western you know themes throughout it. But this one. It's probably more up your guys' alley because it's a little more black metal. It, mm-hmm. they, they don't like they don't go as uh, like cinematic and and like as, as Wayfair does. Like Wayfair gets they don't they don't like stay with black metal as much. It's kind of like whatever happens. Where this is like definitely more icy and more no, not icy, but definitely just more raw and black metal. But they still throw in all these parts that make you feel like that, like the West. Um, and I know the themes are about like the original, like what was happening with the Native Americans and like us coming through and all that kind of stuff. So it's like super interesting, you know, theme and lyric wise, which I haven't like dove into or anything. But I don't know. I, I, I do think you guys would be worth checking out. I don't oh, I was did, digging that. Did you guys? Yes. Yeah. Same here. You guys didn't like the Wayfair one, though, did you? Or No, I didn't. I think it was too much for the same reasons just listed. Yeah. Right. Um, all the reasons like, no, I, I was digging this. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was digging this though. It was just the perfect amount of weirdness with hardness. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was getting a little like lighter on the end, but I mean, I definitely was digging the the vocals. So, if you listen to it as a whole though, it'll all make sense. I just try to find something where you could hear a little of that western stuff and that little break in the middle, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's plenty of tracks that are just like straight, you know, for the throat kind of like just fast and intense. And then they'll they'll just mellow out, and it'll feel like you're watching some kind of western movie or something. And then it'll blast back in, and you know it it's definitely comes full circle. It's good, so that's a high high recommendation. I wrote it down. Cool, go check it out. Cool. What else have you been listening to, Stan? Like old shit or? Oh man, let's see what I uh Yeah, so I don't have another clip, but I just figured I I tell you about what I've been doing lately, and I'm sure some discussion. I want to know your guys' thoughts on one of them too, mm. but uh, I've been really just going through discographies that either been wanting to do again or fully do or ones I just didn't thought I never had the time to do. Right. So the two, um, I did Iron Maiden, which Ew. was a, <laughs> I know, <laughs> right, okay. I know. Keep going. Ew. I did Iron Maiden and then I did Bathory. All right. Um, go on. Those are, Bathory's been on my list because, uh, you know, but so I want uh, the, there. I got Shotty's thoughts on Iron Maiden, but I want to know you guys' thoughts on that band. Because dude, I wish you would have told me. me. I was going through it too, but I took a couple. I took like a month off of it. I was heavy in Iron yeah. Maiden for a minute, dude. Oh man, Shotty, <laughs> if you got the time, just do it. I mean, it's, it's not that I don't. Li- it's just been there, done that is my argument. Like nothing so that I listen I to is the same thing. And I don't know about you guys, but I got that's a this band is it's a weird one. Mm-hmm. Some days it's on, some days Dude, it's really on. I'm the really same off. way, man. I'm the same way. I had a period where I was like, I don't want to hear any Iron Maiden f- for a long time. And now I'm just like, yeah, I want to hear all of it. Dude, it's, it was oh, so enjoyable, though. I, I have not listened to the last two albums. They did get to, a little bit tiring at the end. Dude, you got that um, far, doing, though? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I got, wow. I had two, yeah, I got up to the final frontier. Oh, You son shit. of a bitch. But yeah, everything and um, I found some new gems that I didn't really like before. Like No Prayer for a Dying is a fucking awesome album. Um, um, oh yeah, dude. I honestly don't. I have never listened to it. That's not. That's my no, problem, dude. I've went I, up to I, Seventh Son and then I just fucking stopped. Well, that's a safe. Like you, everything's good, you yeah, know. But I I want to go um, further though. I want to hear it all. But for me, like it's always been a song band. Like I knew a lot of their songs and I knew like Number of the Beast and I knew. 
mm, yeah. um, like Power Slave. That was like it. Yeah. But actually going through and sitting each, each listening to each riff and each like vocal melody and like it's a really interesting band and it, I had so I I would I was surprised at how much enjoyment I had out of it. <laughs> Could you? It. I don't not gonna ask you to rank them because that's fucked up. But like, oh, I I have them. You, you want to hear? Them? Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's crazy. <laughs> I can't believe you did that. Well, so the, what actually influenced me to take the plunge was, uh, oh shit, my phone just died. So, um, uh, Richard, he just randomly posted one day his ranking of Iron Maiden albums or top 10 or something like that. I was yeah. like, you know what? I'm doing this. Let's do it. <laughs> and, uh, oh, uh, hands down, Power Slave's my favorite. Okay. Okay. Um, Let's see. Yeah. And then, okay, like, yeah, yeah. I, I want to say, like, maybe Seventh Son was second. I, I don't know. It's, like number of the beast, seventh son, killers, and um, like those are top five. You know, um, I kind of like uh, Iron Maiden over Killers. Oddly. I don't. That's oddly one thing enough. I don't. Yeah, yeah. No, it's too like it's too primitive. It is. Yeah. To me. Yeah. I know. Um, but like, and then going back and like, there's like a Brave New World, Dance of Death, mm-hmm. and the one after that. Those are really good albums. I've heard that you from know, other people come, for sure. Yeah, they come back from that. Like Brave New World's awesome, so it was just really interesting. But there's some duds, and it gets to be a little bit tiring sometimes. Yeah, you're like, come on, <laughs> especially at the end. Like the the, the early stuff, it's awesome. Well, don't they have like, one of them was like a double album? Like, holy yeah. shit, do we need that? Like, <laughs> but it, it would be really interesting much. if Shoddy actually did it. And like, I heard his thoughts. Like, I think you would might find something. You do. You're asking a lot of him right now. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you're I know. asking a lot, dude. I'd literally probably rather listen to Saxon than fucking. Dude, but I was Iron like Maiden. always like, there, there was like that. I don't have time for that shit. Like, but I, deep down, I wanted to, mm-hmm. and I'm so glad I did. Like, I just, I guess that's my point. Like, don't ever give something a chance. But I'm glad I did it. Mm-hmm. You but know. Then, when I went through the, I, I think I got through the first seven or so, and I, I was so stupid about it. I was just like casually listening, and I didn't, and it was starting to blur together. So I don't have like any good ranking, but it, I, it was like so basic though. I was like, you know what? It's like the most basic answer, but still the number of the beast. It's still like the strongest album to me. Like even though I've heard those fucking tracks like the two so many times, you know, the number mm-hmm. of the beast and run of the hills. But it's like, dude, I've heard it so many times, and then you put it on, it's still so fucking good, especially in the context of the album. Like, I just remember being blown away. Like, this is shocking news to no one, I'm sure. But I was just like, I can't believe it's still such a good, strong album. So it still oh, felt yeah, like it, it was is. my favorite of theirs, even though, you know, there's a lot of really fucking good Yeah, ones. it was my second. Like, this time around, definitely Power Slave solidified it. Like, mm-hmm. that's my favorite of theirs. Okay, okay. But, well, I'm going yeah, to have to finish this then. Yeah. I had big, lofty that- goals, and I slowed down real quick. <laughs> Yeah, then the other one, yeah, Bathory, which I'm very familiar with their, probably like everyone else, familiar with their first four albums, and then after that, yeah. I had no, no idea what they were like. They're such an interesting band. They are one of the most, like, I did not see that coming kind of band. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I always thought they kind of just did the Viking thing, but kept it like their first, like, four, like... <laughs> No, <laughs> yeah. they get fucking weird sometimes. Okay, so I, wait, so the out of like I want to hear this out of the first three black metal trilogy ones, favorite under the sign, under the sign, absolutely yeah, yeah. same here. I think some um, days though the return's I, pretty fucking good too. It is, and I like the I like the production on it because it's like so ahead of its time. Yeah, yeah, and okay, that out of the three Viking ones, 
Hammer. You talking Bloodfire, Death, Hammerheart, and yeah. Twilight? Yeah. Twilight. Ooh. I would have went yes, Hammerheart. Yes, I know. I know. I'm probably on the major or minority on that one. Yeah, I think I most people say, like, say Bloodfire, Death usually, right? Yeah, but that one's still pretty hard. The yeah, other, yeah, Hammerheart yeah. and Twilight get pretty weird and light, but still keep it raw. Yeah. And there's some big vocal parts and big riffs. Yeah. And yeah, I really like Twilight. That's the one I go back to the most for that. I era. do. I do too. And then after that, because I mean that's a that's a crapshoot. After that, I don't know any of them good, after that. I mean, I you know, good I've never songs done it. here and there. Like it's weird. Like they just well, he. There's just so much different stuff. Like one song sounds like a Pantera song, and the next song sounds like goes back to black metal. Then it's just pure Viking with the vocals, and it's like all in one album. You're like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Are any but of them worth of them, it? Or? I can't sit here and say you have to sit down. <laughs> okay. Nordland one and two were pretty damn good. The last two albums, the I think I maybe ones. did hear that actually from someone. But the, the the four before that, I can't sit. I can't tell you to go listen to anyone. Yeah, feel good about it. No, might even been. Uh, I was reading an interview with the Havoc Grunu, someone from that band. They might have been shouting out one of those Nordland ones. I kind of want to say, but yeah, uh, those are definitely good. But okay, okay, maybe I'll check them. Yeah, just and then what else? I'll keep it simple. Oh, right now I'm going through soil work, but that's something I've done many times. Have you? <laughs> um, but no, though, another interesting one, which I'm glad I did. So I actually went through, Shoddy got me, he was talking about the Dark Tranquility, what's the best album, blah, blah, blah. I was going to do it for the 50th time, go through their discography. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to finally sit down and give In Flames whole thing a chance. Oh, wow. Ew. <laughs> I know. I know. Wow. That Dude, was... I tried it too. It was literally horrible. <laughs> so I went in with an open mind. You have Good to have a you. very open mind. <laughs> um, and I guess my only thoughts were, I actually going in with an open mind, like, you know the two they did back in the day that were off the wall, you know, when they started doing the stuff. I actually really enjoyed those and like I'd sense a purpose. Wait, what are you talking about? I, um, reroute to remain and oh, sound yeah, you know they're like classics, but they that's really like I really enjoyed them this time around. You know, wait a minute, no, I don't understand them. what you're saying right now. Yeah, neither you do know. I. <laughs> so it's like what started this whole in flames bullshit? <laughs> you know, the two albums because you've got the Jester Race and Horacle, which are classics, and then they go into yes. what Clayman. I've and... always Cl- Colony Clayman, which I always liked, and then, then they, they started weird. getting weird. Okay, Which I, I never you. liked those ones before, but this time around, I was like, they're, they're pretty hard hitting. They're not too much, you know. So I was okay. enjoying those, and like I always like come clarity. Yeah. And then after that, it's really that's where it got weird. But like a <laughs> um a sense of purpose was uh-huh. really good this time. Really? Yeah, I liked it. And sounds sounds of a playground fading is when it gets weird, but it's like okay, I'm still Dude, on board. Then after that, wow, I can't get on. I can't get on with you, Stan. But, I'm sorry. I know. Hey, I get it. But I will say the last album they put out was not horrible. The two before huh. that were horrible. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> but the last one it was just kind of had something different. It was like hard hitting at some points and just look past some of those parts. and Hard hitting. Yeah. Okay. I always had banging that guy. <laughs> I guess that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I know. It's a weird one. <laughs> hard hitting like Evanescence hard hitting or are we talking like. <laughs> yeah, I know. Are we, what, are, what are we talking I, about here? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe I'm changing <laughs> too <do>. much. <laughs> some Papa Roach type shit? Yeah. Like, what yeah, are we talking like about? Hard I can't hitting. say. I can't say I'll go back and do this one again. But. We hope not. For your <laughs> sake, our listeners. 
I yeah. mean, hey, yeah, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, you liked it? Fucking it's, hell yeah. You know what I mean? That's one of those things I always wanted to do. We always bash on them. We always like... Yeah. But like, it's for a reason, though. Like, we're not doing it just to be I know. mean or anything. Like, No, no, I get that. Okay. I mean, I will I not wanna... lie. I remember back when, in the earlier years, there was a couple, like, uh, there was a couple of those, like, shitty years where it had some good choruses and, like, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. As a radio-type song or something, like, it wasn't the worst thing. But, like, the albums as a whole, I just was, like, you, you know. Whenever I went back to them to check, it was like, ah, I can't even, I can't do it. But, yeah, I don't know. Good for you, man. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just having fun with music and just doing stuff I haven't yeah. done in years. It's awesome. Keep it going. Keep it coming. Yeah. I don't know what's next. I'm going to do Night Rage, and I don't know what's next, so well, I'll check in next time. Yeah. Good. All right. Well, uh, I'll, get, I'll get this last one out of the way then real quick. I'm just getting skipped this round. <laughs> Are you next? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Then give us what you got. Thank you, dude. Thank you. I don't know if I want to talk about this one, but... Why? Who do you think it is? Guess. I think it's um, Cal- Kalma. Yeah, Kalma. Kalma. What do you Olives? Mean? Oh, yes. <laughs> How do you not want to talk I'm about joking. this? I'm joking. I'm just, it's just you and, you and, go ahead, you and Stan talk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's nothing to talk about. It's good fucking music. I listened to the discography from start to finish. I couldn't find a bad album or song. I tried to no, listen like, to, yeah, they're fucking solid from literally start to finish. Talent. Yeah, like pure fucking talent. So they got the they got the brothers thing going on. Oh, uh, okay, that makes yeah, a lot the of sense. Yeah, two guitarists, then. so they got those rhythms. I love a good brother just, connection. Y- yep, oh, dude, yep. the, I mean they they really are like, I I would say like underrated brothers. Like they're really good together. They just yeah. know how to play guitar together and rhythm guitar and lead guitar, both brothers. Yeah, that's why, dude. But I mean they they they're the masters of like the soaring like over the top leads and describe them for someone who's not aware though like what is it i mean so the first album i listened to was seventh symphony and it's just like i mean i don't know it's what's a good way to put uh so you still got the keys it still kind of sounds over the top but it's not like it's i guess it's not like demi bourgeois over the top like and it's not as like overproduced it's still melodic death metal but they just throw in these hints of like symphony so like, here and there i would take children bodum and take out the power metalish aspects of it yeah yeah makes sense that, yeah and yep. just add a whole bunch of thrash they're yeah, fast they're, their riffs are fast they're 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 like a thrash i i know they're like uh those brothers and they were part of like Ancestor, which was like one of the bigger Finnish thrash bands with other guys that w- go, went on to the melodic death metal scene and stuff. But you can hear it. They're definitely, they have the thrash influence. But, but Stan, that's honestly such a good like way to describe it because no joke, when I was first listening to this album, not knowing who it was, I thought it was some weird old Children, Children of Bodom shit. I was like, what's well, got that finish? It's got that finish. Well, yeah, it has that. T- but but still, even the vocals though. Like I was like, wait, what is, is this? Like some younger Alexi or some shit? And then I was like, Calma, who the fuck is that? And then, yeah, I mean, I'd heard of them before. I've listened to albums. I've been here praising and there. this band for years. Oh, I yeah. Know, yeah, I just never. <laughs> yeah, and it just. I mean, yeah. And to be one, honest, they are like probably a top five melodic death metal metal band. I mean, yeah, there was one album really after another, up. dude, was not nothing disappointed. It was just fucked the entire way through.
I remember liking, I'm joking. I, I mean, they're good. I just don't listen to it. But I do remember liking an album or two the of the early shit. I don't know yeah, if I you brought them up and then we had to listen to them or something <laughs> made me like, well, something made me check them out once. I think, and I know, I know it was Stan. I don't know. It was probably for an episode, but yeah, I do. Yeah. It was good. It was really it was, good. I don't know if I stuck with them. Like, I think I checked out a later one. I didn't like it, but just me. Yeah. If anyone wants to just, li- I personal favorite, I like the Black Waltz and 12 Gauge. Black yeah, Waltz tw- is like classic. Yep. Yeah, Black Waltz is amazing. 12 Gauge was amazing. I mean, I don't... Yeah, I really... It'd be very hard for me to put them in an order right now. Um, track. Yeah, I can do it anytime. I definitely I'm ready agree. anytime you want to. I am too, dude. We can do We can do this. It was my idea, and then Jason shot it down, so... I love good finished melodic death metal. Yeah, we know, we know yeah. Stan. We know. <laughs> Although I've been on a so, huge Sweden kick. Good. So... All right, Jason, what do you have for us? Last one. All right. Uh, I'll just listen to this fucking thing. I think I know what it is, but... You don't don't know. That was Cosmic Putrefaction. That's I knew it was. You did? How'd you know? <laughs> I knew it was, you were going to bring him up. <laughs> was, that, was I talking about him? Uh, you, I think on Facebook I've seen you talking about him. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. You're familiar, right? Oh, yeah. This is the only 2022 release I've bought so far. Oh, you did? Yeah. Did I you only hear listened it? To it? I only listened to it once. Mm. I, was, uh, I was digging it, but I wasn't in the right mood for it. You got to be, um, yeah. Yeah, but no, it's fucking good. <laughs> Man, it's so good. I mean, I liked both of the last ones, but yep. something about this one, I, and I think part of it is the production because they're on Profound Lore now. Maybe they threw a little money at them to help out with the production. I don't know, but it's so much more clear because this shit's dense and complex. Mm-hmm. So I'm not trying to say, I mean, I love dirty production, but for something like this, you kind of want to hear what's going on, you know? Yeah. So I feel like the production like really upped it because you could just hear every little riff and lick. And I just got to say that clip right there. I mean, that's probably like we always do the award show at the end of the year on the Patreon. Like that's probably my riff of the year. And especially <laughs> the way he, I don't know if you guys were listening hard enough, but the way he like teases it like twice, he'll play like just a second of it. That groove like down, 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 you know, and then he like <laughs> plays the whole thing. 
And like every time you rehear it, it's just like a fucking earworm. And I think that's what's so cool about this is it's very chaotic and, uh, you know, it's like cosmic death metal, like demolit and artificial brain, like that kind of stuff. But always memorable parts like that, or at least a lot of them, whether it's a groove or some kind of weird fucking melody in it. So it's super like, I don't want to say catchy, but you know listenable i should say i guess yeah definitely in the like the shit of death metal that's coming out like <laughs> I, I shouldn't say that but you know i mean it's just getting so freaking tiring sometimes and th- this is just so unique and oh i see what you're saying yes i, I thought the same thing it's, it's a perfect time for this because it's just so refreshing every time you hear it and yeah dude those, it's unique you know he's definitely something that stands out and i think that's why i've been so drawn to it it's between this one and the pharmacist one, it's just like they're a little different. It's not it's super in line with the you know more trendy stuff, and I'd be surprised if I don't special listen something. to it all year. Yeah. So, anyways, that's it for me. I mean, I could go and go and go and go with a bunch of new stuff, but let's uh, keep it moving, I guess. Stan, lead us. What um, what topics from our beautiful yeah, so Patreon members are we picking? Patreons, they they always do it better than us, so we yeah, just always do. reach out to them. They come up with some really good stuff, yeah. but. We just go down the list, I guess. We'll pick the good ones. Um, pick the good ones. In case we don't get to all of them. Yeah, okay. Um, They're all good ones, Jason. That's true. <laughs> I take that back. Just some are better okay, than Okay, this is a really good one. Okay, I believe this was from Derek. With live music and full swing again, bands that really didn't click with you until you saw them live or the opposite would just turned you off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, so, a, there's been a couple huge okay. turnoffs. I think I've been vocal about this, but like with the exception of Crack the Sky, I hated Mastodon. Dude, you got mine. Yeah. <laughs> Until I seen them live and I'm like, wow, this band is like something. Oh, wait a minute, dude. I had the opposite reaction. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. You don't like them live? I don't want to say I don't like them live, but I think I've only seen them once and it was not good, dude. It wasn't good. Okay. And it and see, it, I, I, I still see. love them though. It's not like a, like exactly what he said, but it did kind of put a damper on it for a minute but and you know what it was combined with like i did have the one dvd they put out right after crack the sky and it, okay that wasn't that good either like the dvd it just was like eh, i don't know not see i really good. enjoyed them because and i think it was just more of i was missing out on something and i you know found it that night like hmm. you know what i mean like they oh, have so I see much good saying. stuff and like and i kind of just maybe was neglecting them so I seen it, but I thought they were good. I mean, like the the time I seen them, like it was over the top. Like they had each side. It was like all a show. Like the each side had. Uh, I'll never forget it. They had five different cabinets for each <laughs> guitar. So they okay. have a Marshall, then they have a crate, then they have like a Fender, and that all linked together. <laughs> and it was just like this big like picture. I'm like, whoa, this is cool. This is intriguing. Like I gotta see this band. Like, and then. You know, they start playing the riffs and like it was just really good. Hey, was this back so, in college when with Opeth and stuff or no? I went and seen them with Opeth and Ghost. Yeah, when I Ghost was I got the sick, shit out dude, of me. I got sick and, and I yeah. couldn't go. Oh. Yep, Ghost freaked the shit out of me and Opeth played the worst set for 
what mm. I wanted to see. Like mm. it was all that mellow shit. Yeah, because back then I think I was the only one that kind of listened to Mastodon. Like you guys mm-hmm. weren't really on board. Y- yeah, yeah. If I remember Crack right, the Sky was always like the exception. Like that was just an awesome album from the start. You know. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. But uh, everything else, I just did not like that band. I mean, yeah, and I got into them a little bit later on when I was like in grad school and shit. Is when I started listening to them. So Dude, it's just so funny. We both picked, but for opposite reasons. <laughs> Mine wasn't like a, it was not like it's a strong feeling. Like you know, it, I think part of it was I saw them. It was like Royal Oak Music Theater and. Uh, the venue it was just it was whatever for it, and it was super. It was like ninety degrees in there, and I remember kind of like hating my life because it was so fucking hot, and it was like oh, it was like a sold out kind of a situation, mm-hmm. and uh, it might have been part of it, and it might have been a sound man kind of thing. I don't want to hate on them because I know, you know, I'm sure it's fucking mastodon. I mean, it's, they're probably great. I think it's the only time I've seen them. So yeah, the only I'm, other thing I like, I thought of like first, like I'm scared to see like Insomnium for this reason. Because, like, every live thing I've ever seen that sound like shit, like, you know, all their YouTube videos. And I just know, like, I love that band, and I know I'm going to see them live, and I'm going to be so disappointed. Like, I just know it. So I'm ne- probably never going to see them for that reason. Just drink enough beer, it'll sound good. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Shadi? I'm wondering if you got what I got. I mean, off the top of my head, the one thing that really sticks out was the show that I was at with you with the fucking, uh, who was it? God damn it. What was that band? Uh, I just thought of them, and I can't mm-hmm. think of them anymore. Michael Keane. The Faceless. Yeah, The Faceless. Yeah, yeah. Like, I actually liked that band before going to that show. And then watching the, you know, the debacle happen on stage, I was just like, this is a, they're a joke. Like, this is not. Oh, yeah. It was just fucked up, man. Like, that was so unprofessional. Like, it was just, yeah. Yeah. And they it had was all not, the technical shit, and they wouldn't yeah, start rest- playing until like because they had the backing tracks and restarting like restarting songs and, and this <laughs> and that. It was just weird, man. Like yeah, like it's complete silence, like in the middle of their set because they were trying to figure shit out. Like I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Like yeah. And then you They're had probably, a band like uh, I think it was um, after the burial came on before them and just fucking killed it like. Yeah. So tight, so smooth, everything fucking sounding awesome. And then well, they probably had sh- backing tracks too, and just knew how to use them. And yeah, dude, yeah. I swear yeah. there were like crickets and shit when they were on the stage. Like, <laughs> it was really bad. I remember. I yeah, it was that. awkward as fuck. I remember being like, "What the hell is going on here?" Like, <laughs> I thought I was at a metal concert. What is like? People just kind of fucking looking around. Oh, okay. Yeah, you it can't fucked, just dude. like restarting a, like a seven-minute song like after you're halfway through it. You know, yeah. you, you can't really get away with it too well. It's like, and that's, you've got a, it's such a good point because it's like, dude, we're playing metal here. And I know it's technical and progressive, but you kind of have to be able to like, if shit's fucking up, you just like go. Just like, fuck that. We're going to keep yeah, going and make the best of it. Like, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's sometimes just, it's not their fault, thing. right? Like, you know, if something mic goes out, you just like, yeah, I get it. Sometimes yeah, you but can't that's the thing about though, keep it, going though. You know what I'm saying? To, oh, stop, stop! We gotta restart this. We gotta figure. It's just weird, man. Like, you're right. Keep going. Because the how many bands out. do you see? They go over to like the the the, the backup exactly. singer and they grab that mic and you make it work at least for a song. Yup. Yep, yeah. Not the faceless. <laughs> yeah, break your guitar. Go grab a new one. The faceless. Break your guitar. Stop stop <laughs> we gotta go get a new guitar we'll be right back i saw it's one like, other time i can't remember if it was good i want to say it was kind of boring like they were just standing still and there was like no energy to it but uh i can't remember it was a long ass time ago actually i think it was with black dahlia too yeah it's a shame but what about uh i thought you were gonna say behemoth that was my number one because <laughs> that one truly made me less of a fan like 
Yeah, I, too much. I mean, I yeah. already wasn't a fan, so I didn't give a fuck about them before <laughs> that, and then seeing it only made me hate them more. So, yeah, I it mean, was with it the, was, at the gates, and it was just yep. I mean, we talked about it a couple times, but yeah, it was just yeah. like five million wardrobe changes, and it was like so like a spectacle, and it was just like wasn't I don't know, man. I forget. It, I don't know. Just like it was just not good. It just it's made just me any, like. Any like so, I'm not trying to say this to be sexist at all because I love seeing women at metal shows. But when there are more females on the the shoulders of dudes, it's just weird. You know what I'm saying? It's a weird vibe at a metal show, especially like one that had at the gates. Like that shouldn't be happening. I don't know. This isn't a fucking Skid Row concert or <laughs> whatever Poison concert. Like get the fuck off the shoulders, stand on the floor like everybody else, and watch the fucking show. But it was just weird, man. I didn't like, have anything like that. It was just uh It just felt a, like cult-like at times. Mm-hmm. Like everybody in the crowd was just so mesmerized by what was going on, and I was just like, "What the fuck? You didn't give at the gates this energy. Why are you giving these assholes this energy?" It was just yeah, another weird weird time that i've been at a concert i Mm -hmm. remember just looking around being like am i too old for this or i mean am i wrong like yeah but yeah i wasn't no no, i had the same because i think you might have told us first about it i think yeah and then i went and i was with um jason from requiem metal podcast and we were watching i think he might have thought the same i I think he was like, yeah, because I was like, I'm, I'm out of here, man. This and I left like, you know, three or four songs into it. just wasn't No, I did doing the same it. thing. I was <laughs> like, yeah. I, it, got, well, it literally got to a point where I couldn't see anything mm. because I was just staring at the backsides of women. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, whatever, I'm out of here. Like, it well, just, I think they were yeah. playing all new stuff too. And like I said, I think he changed his costume 500 times and like you yep. had to wait. And it was just like, dude, just play the fucking songs and play, please play the old yeah. ones. But I'm yeah. kind of being yeah. a dick about it. But I can't remember all the reasons, but I just was not feeling it. And it made me kind of, that combined with their newer material not being so hot, I kind of was like, eh, I think I might be done with anything newer from Behemoth. But Yeah, I mean, I so there was one song on that new album that I remember liking. And they yeah. did play that. And I think they, they kicked off the concert with that. And I remember thinking, oh, it was cool. And then they started doing all the costume changes. And then that's when all the, yeah. But yeah, I agree with you, man. It was a bad, bad show. Well, their performance was horrible, mm-hmm. and that's why I left early. At the gates was fucked. Yeah, I mean, for sure. And again, I mean, even in his age, I mean, I think we talked about it. To me, it sounded better than the album. I mean, it was just to see it live. I mean, you could tell that he sounded older, but the energy that he gave in his age. They was, might be a good example of like a like their newer stuff's not that great, but. Dude, they or at played, least in the last album, but you know maybe that stuff would be kind of cool live, like. But no, but I see I, they played fucking Suicide Nation when I saw <laughs> well, them. Well, they should so, be. Like, it was yeah, like there was definitely more old songs than new songs. I mean, the couple of new songs that they did play were awesome, but like, yeah, again, like it was just yeah. I guess but, that's my point, though. It'd be kind of interesting to see like some of these band, some of these albums that we got kind of turned off from. And that's like, what would it look? What would it be like live mm. within the mix of all this old older shit? And like it might be actually kind of good. I don't like they're a band. I don't think can do wrong. So, but what about the opposite of that? Qu- the question he said also, what made you more of a fan after you seen them live? I mean, off the top of my head, I just think of Masuga. I mean, the, the sound, how mm. tight it was. I mean, just the energy too that they you know gave on stage i mean i remember there was like a breakdown and there wasn't a pit happening everybody was dancing it was like fucked up like i remember turning and like people were just dancing when i don't know how you you do that 
dude it was just it was just a part of the song and they had the lights go in and i think everybody was feeding off of the the singer because he was fucking dancing and it was kind of like this two-step shuffle that worked well with what was going on it was just yeah i don't know it was just such a fun concert and you wouldn't expect that from that type of music like you would think that it would just be balls to the wall there'd be people at your backs the whole time the pit would be all fucked up but yeah, I don't know. I just remember having so much fun, like just leaving the concert with like a smile on my face because of just how fucked it sounded, how good everything, how tight it was, and yeah. then just the atmosphere the entire time. Like it just felt like good vibes. It felt like a hippie concert, but then fucking you had Masuga playing on stage. It was just weird, but yeah. I loved it. So nice. okay, I'd never seen them, so that might help me because I'm not the biggest fan of theirs. I like it, but uh, you know, maybe yeah. would, maybe that would be the key thing. What about you, Stan? Um. There was really no, like, I, I can't really think. Of, I mean, uh, like I said, Mastodon, like I like them oh, more yeah, now. But, I mean, I guess you can kind of maybe say, like, I, I don't know if I would be, I don't know if I'd be as much of, a, like, a, let's say a Gate Creeper fan if I never seen them live, you know? Mm-hmm. I think I love that band more because of their live show. But I loved them before, though. That's the thing. Like, I don't know if it fits. Well, good. I wrote they it down, too. They were just that much, <laughs> you know, that much like, better. Sure. Like, and they they changed kind of the outlook on how I feel about that band just because of their live show. You I know? agree. I agree. But, I mean, you could say that about a lot of bands, though, too. So Yeah, you could. But I definitely agree. There was a time where, like, I would see them more than I would even listen to the albums because it was just, like, yeah, yeah. so good yeah. live. You know you're going to have a good time, but. A lot of these, like a lot, there's a lot of little death metal bands too. Like I, I and one that popped out was like two hundred stab wounds. I never really liked that band until we seen them live that one day. And uh, I was like, wow, this is really fucking good. Okay, you know, yeah. There's like a lot of little death metal bands that I don't think I would ever listen to, but you see them open up for someone and yeah. I think um, the first time I ever saw Obituary, I mean, I was like casual fan. Um, mm-hmm. but it like, really made me just, Dude, that was such a good show. Yeah. It just, I, I loved it. Like it was so good live and I've now I've seen them so many times live and it's made me such a big fan just, and it was mostly from that. Like I liked them before it. And then I was like, holy shit, like this is so good live. And it made me go down the rabbit hole a little more. And like, were we all at that first show? I think when we had that interview and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I know the beers were flowing and it was just that, you know, that stuff's made for live, just like Gatekeeper. It's mid tempo. It's definitely mm-hmm. has an advantage you know, for and, a live yeah. setting. But, and then, and then exhumed, like I knew of exhumed, liked them a little, you know, but then like seeing them live and like the energy and like so fun seeing them like kind of really set me down their path a little bit more too. Yeah. I have no, no comment. I loved them before. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. 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 So those are the two big ones. I mean, you know, a lot of bands that just like gain your respect a little more when you see them and yeah. they just fucking pull it off live. But it's a good question. It's always an interesting one that we're always going to revisit in some way when we go to see new bands. And yeah, yeah, it's just hard because I'm getting to that age where I forget who I. <laughs> no, I. That's what I was just thinking. Like, I got to get my tickets in order and do something with them so I can like look at them and yeah. like. Oh yeah, I remember that show. Like, like I'm trying Jason, to think of everything did, we ever seen. Who did Lamb of God play with in Grand Rapids? <laughs> you were, were you at that? <laughs> yeah, show with I was. Me? Was it Parkway Drive or something like that? No. No. It was a long time was, ago. It was a long time ago, but it was we weren't. I mean, Lamb of God was a cherry on the cake, but we weren't there to see Lamb of God. It was no, somebody else who was playing that night with them, and I forget who it was. It but that's the issue with concert tickets, though. You know what I'm saying? That's the issue with concert tickets. They got fucking. 
digital. Just the head, the head. Well, the headliner is usually who's on the ticket, and if you're not there to see the headliner, then it doesn't give you the good memory of who right. was at that concert. Sometimes it says with special guests, and then it says who they're with. But anyway, I was trying to look. Real All quick, right. But. Um, Donovan, I want to ask what the best albums of the year. We kind of hit that. Um, well, you just have to wait, Donovan. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> why the u.s won't give work visas i don't know i think it's stupid i can't answer that one because i don't fucking know I, I, yeah, yeah i don't, I don't know. know i wish i knew my my thoughts are like it's stupid for obviously any of these tours are good for any u.s economy so why wouldn't you try to hold on hold on shoddy was with behemoth <laughs> so maybe you were just there for them ago. no there's nobody I, else no and i remember like at the time they did it was really good i remember actually really liking that now that i, I think back on that so I maybe know, I, I was, was there, there for Lamb like, of God for yeah. then. Okay. I don't know what era that was, what album that was, but anyways. Okay. okay. Um, how delusional is Barnes? I don't think we think he is. So. Chris Barnes? Who the, who the <laughs> fuck asked that? Who asked that <laughs> question? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't remember. <laughs> I didn't write the <laughs> The chosen yeah, one, Barnes? Yeah, he's <laughs> not who delusional. He's disrespecting? Yeah. Our I mean, official our official statement is he's not delusional. Okay. Was Jesus Christ delusional? Like, yeah. come on. Um, what's the this is a hard one? What's the next trend after bolt thrower cover bands? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think uh, especially hearing it with the you said it the undeath. Like, I think Cannibal Corpse. Like, mm. you know that trend is gonna come up now. Just the more simple. I'm, I I shouldn't say simple because that's pretty technical. Some of that stuff, but yeah. like, you know what I mean by when I say simple, like, could be. I don't know. Could be because um, I do remember talking to uh, Outer Heaven vocalist a while ago when he was talking about them writing their new album and him saying like the guitarists were definitely listening to like all oh, the mid mid era Cannibal, which mm-hmm. you know. So maybe there is something to that. Maybe some other if if though if Undeath and Outer Heaven do it, I'm sure other bands will do it. Obviously, the Bolt Thrower has been done way too much. It's been uh, hard, yeah. The Entomb sound is just getting way too much. Like that's ridiculous. I think that was already but, done. You know what I mean? Yeah, but maybe the U.S. like the early U.S. death metal, that kind of stuff will. That kind of influence will make a comeback. I don't know. It's yeah, because you one. had a lot of the cavernous incantation type stuff, right? That's kind of been done mm-hmm. also you can't go back to that right now i didn't i thought about this real quickly and i've already kind of talked about this but i don't know it's not specific to death metal i just said like i feel like we're going to keep getting more of like the death doom slash anything with doom funeral doom like because we had worm worm was a huge hit with everybody you had gatekeeper throw on a death doom song you had you know dream on ending with you know two mold fans are going to check that out you had phil to ask from thillis who did atramentus like i don't know just i feel like a lot of these bands putting out really good doomy type stuff and maybe that's just me liking that stuff more but i don't know i could see bands maybe doing that too i don't know i will agree that i do i would enjoy right now listening to that stuff more than just a straight old school death metal. I mean, I, I'm obviously in the point where I've just got way too tired of it again, and I just mm-hmm. need a break, like a long break. But this stuff, I am like the pharmacist, like that was very cool, like mm-hmm. very unique. Like I'm interested 
if you would have brought up just an old school death metal band, I'm like, fuck you, you know, let's keep going. <laughs> Dude, I'm such you a know. hypocrite though, because I almost brought in a band that's very bowl throwery. <laughs> and like no, I, and fucking, I, I still love it. Like I I don't I guess that's my <laughs> official that's my official statement. What's wrong with a bolt throw cover band? <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> no, there really isn't. <laughs> it's been it's being done to death, but still if you could do it good, man, I'm still gonna listen to it. But yeah. Did, yeah. Was that the um that one leads into the other question, I think, of that Phil asked. Okay, so as a group, metal fans seem to have a huge amount of respect and nostalgia for earlier years of the genre, more so than other music fans. Is this a good thing? Does the music keep evolving because we learn the lessons of the past and improve on the existing sounds, or do we limit ourselves by spending too much time worshiping? It's a good question. Yeah, it is. It's a really good question. I've thought about this many times. <sighs> yeah. My official, like, okay, it's extremely important to have it, that kind of knowledge and that kind of, you know, if you want to be a new death metal band, you got, I, I feel you have to know the classics. You have mm-hmm. to. But it's just, I mean, I don't want to cut you off, Stan, but the, my argument is like, so you start listening to metal, right? Let's say you just come into the scene, whatever. Like, you know, let's just say it, would fi- it was five years ago. You start listening to all the bands that were, you know, kind of popular around that time. Then, you know, you find yourself, okay, well, there's nothing else new from these bands that I like, so where do you go next? The most logical step would be, well, how are these people playing this sound? Where did this sound come from? You start looking at influences, and then automatically right there, you're back. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's one step away for most metal bands to get back to, you know, I would just say, like, I don't know, the the founders of certain genres of metal, depending on who you're listening to. It's literally one step and then you're back to the start again. So I don't, it's, I just feel like we're we're also, it's so intertwined that like, what can you really do that's different than like what death was doing almost what, 20 years ago now? Like what, like, I mean, think about how technical and the shit that they were doing on those albums. What can you do differently? I mean, Mm -hmm. So but you're inevitably, it, you're always going to see some similarities in the shit from back in the day, and that's why we hold it close to our hearts. I, I think it's a good thing and a bad thing. Like, it's a good thing to try and recreate that stuff, but you got to do it right. It's technology makes it possible to where you can you can make anything sound like any album nowadays. In and that's obviously a bad thing because you just don't want to copy something mm-hmm. just for the wrong reasons. So, I don't know. It is good and it's bad. I I see both sides to it. <laughs> I think you need both too. Like, uh, but yeah, I I think my it's a, it's a fine it's a fine line kind of thing. <laughs> I was just gonna say like my it's biggest really easy takeaway. To go over a line. It's mm-hmm. a fine balance is what I wrote down. Like, I thought of a few like examples. Like, okay, I guess a more popular one I'll say first would be someone like Two Mold. Okay, if you listen to Two Mold, like think back to like Manor or whatever. Like, there's lots of influences going on there, but you listen to that stuff, and it's like those riffs you haven't heard before, though. These are not mm-hmm. copy riffs, and you can hear a lot of like other influences in there, like whether it's outside of metal or whatever, it's different, you know? Or like we've talked about even like a band like Necrot and given examples of like how they're not necessarily, they're not reinventing anything, but they just have such a respect and like a knowledge of all the old good stuff. And then they just take it all and like do their own thing with it. I mean, to me, that's kind of like my favorite shit. Like, 
I don't really mm-hmm. want something new per se. I just like don't yep. copy the shit. Like sometimes you hear a bolt throw a clone band, it's just like, dude, you literally just maybe you did it in a different tuning. I don't know. It's the same same shit. Like <laughs> I, I don't need that. I'll listen to the masters themselves. But if you can put a spin on it, now like we're talking, you know, just make it your own. Dude, I agree a hundred percent. A hundred percent. I guess that's what I was trying to say. Like at the end of the day, it's always gonna sound the same. But you just have to make it your own. Make it your own. So, Put your spin on it, you know? like Exactly. Uh, like, I've been going on about that Dissecracy band so many times. And, like, they sound like Bolt Thrower, but they don't either. Like, they add in this whole other realm of cosmic stuff. And, you know, it's like you can do that. F- you yeah. can honor Bolt Thrower, but, like, you got to do your own thing with it, you know? Or, like, like fucking Undergang. Like, you know, they love Demolik and they love, you know, all those kind of bands. But, you know, you don't put it on and be like, oh, this is a Demolik clone. Like, you know? Sounds like fucking undergang, like uh, you know. So I. That's what, it's a it's a fine line. You got the right person; they can make you sound like anything, and you got to have the. You have to have the uniqueness to back it up to make it something of your own. Because too many times, just you you put it on, you're like, "This is stupid. This sounds like Bolter. I'm done." Yeah. Or this sounds like fucking obituary. Done. Yeah. But then yeah. you have those bands that come on, and wow, this is special exactly so it's just that line or i just thought of another one like horrendous like we've talked about him a million times but mm-hmm. it's like people will compare him to death sometimes and things like that and it's like i get that but not necessarily in like they're playing death riffs it's like they're a band that progresses each album they still sound mm-hmm. like a band that could have been around in the 90s but man they, they add a whole lot of flavor to it and they don't no one's going to be like hey you just copy this album or the you know this sound you're a worship band, you know mm-hmm. but they keep it super old school but then it's like you do also need the bands that like stretch shit too like you know like we were talking about a band like a wayfarer that does something different with black metal or like imperial triumphant with like putting you know they stretch that stuff out or panopticon or we've talked about it oh, how do you even say it a trillium a million times like mm-hmm. these bands that just kind of like are trying newer things out too and you know not that they're reinventing it either. They're probably just putting their own like flavor on it. So I guess it kind of like underscores what we already said, really. But yeah, I guess you just got to be good at it. And that's, that's the thing. A, that's maybe the name of the game it. nowadays. <laughs> yeah, because we're, we're, us metalheads are smart. Don't try to just copy <laughs> and try to get it, pull a fast one on us because it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. All right. Uh, do we metalheads actually like songs or do we just like specific sounds? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like songs. <laughs> yeah, Obviously, yeah, I'm point, more of a, it's a good point. I'm really big on like song writing, structure of stuff. Maybe that's why I tend to like the more melodic side of things. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm more of like just find the popular pattern, but just put some awesome riffs over it. I'm right there with you, brother. As long as there's some sort of melody, I love it. I mean, but for also instance, at the same time, I will listen to filthy shit that just sounds like sounds, and I do <laughs> see the good in it too. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why it's a really good question, actually. Like, I actually I think uh, it's meant to be a joke, but it's like a good it's question, a good question like, dude. <laughs> I actually think, um, I think we like riffs like more than anything. Like, I don't actually care about like the song per se like i'm just kind of waiting for every good fucking riff especially like do we have fucking metal songs that like range from i don't know like 30 seconds to like a a 20 or 60 minute song so it's like yeah what is the song like i don't know we kind of just i just want to hear like the riffs i guess i see i'm more on if if you're not going to give me that simple structure 
that I'm looking for. Like I'm more of like a you at least need to make a glue together. Like so, I'm big on transitions. Yeah, like yeah, you can have point. awesome riffs, but if you don't follow it with something like that makes sense, that riff doesn't mean anything. Yeah, good so point. I'm always like with death metal, I'm looking for transitions and uh, making hundred percent, dude. Yeah, maybe I take that back a little bit. It does have to come together. It can't just be riffs mm-hmm. all over the place. But yeah, because there's a bunch of like sporadic bullshit that like doesn't hold my attention. I can't. It's really easy to yeah lose. Yeah, you. I just I just whatever that doesn't. This sounds like garbage, and I turned it off. So but you get into some of that abstract stuff, and I mean, yeah, like uh, Ronzi Pazuzu or some of that just super off the wall shit. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know the songs. Like it's yeah. it sounds, man, and I like the sounds so. <laughs> yeah you're right you like the sounds but like i mean do they ever stick with you like you humming those sounds well, there's a need you... to for that kind of stuff it's like uh it's true you that's know it's true it's kind of like I mean, both right well i mean we we're like simple both. humans though we like when shit resolves itself so we do yes yeah both official answer yeah both <laughs> <laughs> this is a really good question i think we probably brought it up many times but it's just it's it's always something that happens. What do we What do we do when we get out burnt out? How do you palate cleanse? Oh, I forgot about this one. Yeah. Uh, so I palate cleansed this morning with some Rush. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> permanent Permanent Waves was put on. So nice. Was yeah, it all so, the Trailer Park Boys you've been watching? Is that what did it? <laughs> no, dude. I have no idea why. I woke up this morning just humming Jacob's Ladder. Okay. Like I don't, you know, the part when it just starts kicking in right after the little intro or whatever. I had, and I was like, at first, I didn't know what song it was. I was like, what the fuck is this? And then I was like, oh, that's what it is. And Hell I yeah. couldn't just that's like midway through the album, so I had to start from the beginning. I mean, after like a minute into Spirit of the Radio, I just skipped it, whatever. But yeah, the rest of the album, <laughs> they're, yeah, they're they're going to be like a little bit harder sell for me to actually get on board. But they're one of those bands I do want to run through. I just I don't think I can have like the passion like I did. Okay, Iron Maiden was easy to you know say. Okay, yeah. I'm going to do this like. They're a little bit more off the wall and too rocky and yeah, it's, maybe know, it's just like should just like their songs and just leave it at that. Twenty one twelve, dude, put that on. I was oh, gonna I say yeah, put, yeah. <laughs> that one's I love that one. Mine, mine's the obvious, and I'm I'm really weird. And I, I'm getting worse, like, but I don't listen to anything besides metal. And but my my go to is pop punk, skate punk, mm. like mm-hmm. you know. I can listen to that shit just as like I listen to metal and love it the same way. You know, I have a passion for that too, but like I know are you talking like really, nostalgic stuff mostly or what? Um yeah, I don't really like seek out that stuff, but like like um like Pennywise was my big like I always loved them, but like I really got into their whole discography lately. And yeah, I did nice. like find out more of their newer stuff and like there's one album I just fucking love, like yeah absolutely adore it you know like i never really liked it before but like so i do kind of seek out like bands i like their newer stuff or maybe finding an album i didn't like before but i don't like keep up on pop punk because i mean it got really weird lately yeah so i'm more nostalgia with that oh yeah i can definitely do that i don't do it a lot but when i do it you know i can still put on some of that older stuff i guess for me the most the i mean i actually spent a whole shit ton of time on like the new, like newer types of like country stuff, but I'm not like 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 Coulter Wall and like Tyler Childers, Sergio Simpson, like stuff like that. Like it's it's not radio stuff. It's you know mm. quality shit like that. I think a lot of people probably could get into if they gave it a chance. Like, but uh, like other than I that, know kind you're of, not hinting at me, motherfucker. I mean, 
yeah, maybe not you, <laughs> but like it's stuff that's, I mean, even I think Tyler Chiller's like, you like, likes metal, like stuff. It's not, uh, dude, it's just not bullshit bro country radio stuff, but I have a pretty big passion for all that. I like seek out, I kind of, you know, like I do metal, like I'll look and check out new albums and all that. But, um, Coulter Wall being huge lately, I've just been running that shit down and then like synth wave type stuff, which I know a lot of metal people like. But I've been listening to that stuff for a long time. Like anything 80s synthy, like if it's like a nicer day, I might put something like that on. But, you know, other than that, man, a lot of times it's just like it's something metal that I'm just kind of like it's just I'll take a different route of metal, you know, like that's uh, that, that was my other thing. So like like if I get burnt out on death metal, it's real easy. Like I go to melodic death metal, like yeah. I need the melody, I need the or black metal, I need something that's just more. So I guess I do more of the palate cleansing than you guys. Then I mean, I'll, so I'll listen to some jazz, you mm. know, to yeah, to you always like your the jazz palette, and the, the drum and bass to cleanse the yep. palate. And then I mean, I do like the oldies. So I mean, aside from you know the Rush, I mean, I'll throw on the occasional, you know, Zeppelin, Beatles, just random shit from from those. See, eras, that's one thing I really never got into was that that classic. Like I like a good like I like classic like Black Sabbath, like you know. Mm. Obviously, well, yeah, but I like listen, I never I really to, liked the Beatles, like where rock started, you know. Yeah, yeah. Rolling Stones, I never got into that. Yeah, I don't fuck the Stones. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't go down those roads too much. I mean, I, there was a time when I did, but at this point in my life, not so much. Yeah, between the, the between the pop punk, like it it gives me enough to where I can just get through life. Like I'm going to go stream and get lighter and like between the two genres, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. I'm, I'm with you on that. That's kind of how it is with me with the stuff I'm on. It's like, it's the weekend. It's nice. I don't, I, you know, I'm with the family, maybe whatever it is. And I'm not going to put on like some crazy fucking metal. Yeah. I might put on something else and then, you know, kind of come back to it. But, well, that's honestly primarily half the reason why I put those other genres on is because, you know, I'll oh, be doing dishes or something. Oh, when you're riding in the car something. with the family, yeah. <laughs> yeah, riding in the car with, yeah, I can't always do that, so, and I won't, I don't want to listen to her shit, so. And then there, there was two other questions. I'm, I'm guessing they just want us to comment on it. Ska? Yeah, I like Ska. <laughs> fuck yeah. Uh, fuck yes. Ska, <laughs> dude. It goes, it's along those lines of pop punk, like I, you know, I, I classified all the same. It's <laughs> not metal, but it's good. Like yeah, Suicide I, Machines, man. Yeah, hell yeah. Dude, fuck fuck yeah. suicide machines. Plug. Real big fish. Less than yeah, Jake. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I love I love Scott. all that shit. Like that's all like I but I group it with the pop punk. Like if I'm gonna like if I take a break from metal, I go to that, you know, but it's the, the same punk side shit of stuff. though. Yeah. Scott's pop punk with fucking yeah, it is, yeah. blemishes just, or you know, just embellishments, excuse me, <laughs> in the background. That's all it is. There's nothing I mean it's the same shit. Yeah, and the other me. thing was, uh, I guess we got to comment on hardcore. I know, I know, we slack on this sometimes. <laughs> Jason hardcore. brought up an awesome breakdown today, though. So I mean, yeah. give us some points. No, I'm, I'm, I'm. I think I'm about due for a good hardcore run. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's I been mean, a I, while, and I've been missing that. So I just dip in and out. I it doesn't. <laughs> well, I, you know, like no. I'll, I do. Like I'll go in a phase, and I'll and if someone gives me something good, I don't do the best because like all the stuff I'm following, it doesn't always pop up as much. Do you like seek out new hardcore? Is it more try, like you know your albums? I try to, but it's just like I'm very specific with it. So I'll like go and put a playlist on that I'll find somewhere, and it's just like ah, no, 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 this isn't doing it. See, I love but, like I love like the nostalgia hardcore. Like I love my albums that I loved yeah. for years. Right. Like I listened to like Confession, their whole discography the other day, 
and like it was just so good like but i don't i can't i don't have the passion to seek out new hardcore anymore tell you I what don't. go listen to the new ignite that came out this year we're talking new hardcore what's oh, the fuck that's a guy from uh he was in pennywise for a while, one album that i absolutely adore oh that's the, he's the new singer in the band now no or? he was in it for one album which no. i never listened to and i right but i'm just saying like they had a singer and then this album that came out this year is actually a new singer oh really yes and it's sick our darkest days is like the is like the other one that i've always liked so they lost a main guy though who had the vocals that you're talking about probably yeah and then they came out with this new one with a new one but like honestly crushes it like i think saying you'll like it it gets fucking really good it's interesting though i don't know because i I do that's like a newfound band that i learned uh, like i've grown to love over the last like a year and i don't know if i'm gonna like the change Wait, oh, from, from you mean because you like Ignite already? With the news, yes. Yeah, dude, yeah. give it I a like chance. I like that old singer. Give it a All chance. Right. I will. Yeah, writing it down. Give it a chance. I mean, I re- I really like it. That's almost like a palate cleanser for me too, because it's lighter. It's more like it, it's hardcore, but it's you know like what do you want to call it? More like punk hardcore or yeah, whatever. You know, it's not metallic hardcore. That's for sure. I think with the thing with hardcore, is I accumulated so much at one point. That I never really got to it, so I don't. I don't have the passion to go look for new stuff because I just know I have so much mm. good stuff I need to get to right now. So, but I need to probably gonna do a big hardcore run pretty soon. And I'll say one more thing on it. Sometimes it's got to be something with a little bit of an edge to it because hardcore is just there's so many bands that sound exactly to me mm-hmm. at least. Where I'm like, ah, I don't know. I've already heard this. I've already heard this. And I know we just said the same. You know, it goes with Deathman all that too, but. I feel like it's a little more with hardcore. So I just, when some, a band does something a little different, then I'm on board. You know, the like band mm-hmm. like Candy or Gulch or Vane or Code Orange when they were still cool or, mm-hmm. you know, those kind of bands. Then Turnstile. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. For sure. no, yeah. But, yeah, but still, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, like the early, especially the early, you know, whatever. Anything like that yeah, where it's a yeah. little something extra, I will be more on board. So give them to me, though. Send them to us. If they're good, I will check it out for sure. Yeah. I think that's it though yeah we did there's a lot yeah that was a good episode but yeah we're gonna we're we're gonna record more mm-hmm. more often we'll get back to normal i think we gotta do a trivia one for the next bonus get oh, requests fuck yeah. yeah yeah hell yeah yeah get so your questions in we got epic trivia been going on for years now i don't know who i don't even know who's the champion i think it's michael maybe yeah the last two yeah. were in the i think we're just in the patreon episode i think yeah so. But if you guys aren't signed up for Patreon, get over there, sign up. We got epic trivia going on. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a good episode. We love you all. See you Stay in six safe. months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I hope we not. We can't do that to them. Yeah. Three months. <laughs> <laughs> Two and a half months. Well, I'm Stan the Man. I'm Evil J. I'm Shoddy. You guys stay metal. Stay metal.